1: But if kittens played the
0: folks, and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the What If World game where your questions and ideas, along with real life in the moment dice rolling, inspire off the cuff adventures. I'm Mr. Eric, your host and Guild Master, joined by my players in What If World, Lolandra. Oh, yeah, that's my character's name. I'm Lola Rabbit, and Lolandra is a were bunny and nature mage. A Papa Low. But my character's name is Sir Loth of Hoth, a Jedi knight with a sprite saber who can control the weather using the Norse. Completely original ideas thought up by me. And last, but most certainly not least, I'm Memma Gemma, and my character's name is Swan Song. She's a swan person and troubadour who tells stories and sings songs. And speaking of stories, ours are inspired by your questions. So let's listen to the first one from Elliot.
2: Hi, my name is Elliot. I am six years old. I have an eight-month-old baby brother and my what-if is question is, what if poodles sat on noodles, five fire sat on pie, and chuck? joke on T. Bye.
0: Finally, a question that's not going to destroy the world. And we're going to save our patron questions for later today, but we do have one more write-in question from a listener named Lindy T. Lindy asks, what if Papa Lou and Mama Jamma turned into... Uh-oh. What, what is it? This can't be good. That's nothing adventurers like us can't handle. What if Papa Lou and Mama Jamma turned into... Bears. Well, I'll miss playing Swan Song, but I suppose I could play a bear for a- not your characters. You. Offer oh, cried out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, that was fast. I blame this whole what if world, the guilds, and goblins crossover confusion. That's why we gotta get our kids. <laughs> Okay. Hey, you two are quickly turning into bears, and I am a little rabbit. So <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna just have to um.
1: Run! Okay,
0: stop eating the dice, please. You kind of need those. Now you're chewing on the game table. Okay, I I don't know who's going to actually play this game today. Maybe ask Zack, ZZ, and Scully. See you later, Mr. Ravik. Oh, boy. They're the ones we're supposed to be saving. You know what? Never mind. We got to get to our adventure. So let's find out what if... Poodles sat on noodles, fireflies sat on pies, and trucks drove on trees.
1: And,
0: uh, yeah, what if Papaloo and Mama Jamma turned into bears? I feel like we already know the, how that part goes.
4: Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
0: Would you like to introduce your characters so we can play some G&G? Sorry, now's not a really good time,
2: Mr. Eric. Did you know the actual sky was falling?
0: Scully and Zack, that's why we need your characters to-
2: Forget our characters, Mr. Eric. There's a swarm of fireflies
0: and a massive pack of (coughs) multicolored poodles (coughs) running straight for the Cinnamon Citadel. Don't worry, ZZ, you are safe in the (coughs) Cinnamon Citadel. You've got Kathunkle there, after all.
3: Yes. I can keep you safe within these walls, reinforced by my own magic, and that of the nature mage Lolandra, and the egg-chanter Zachamedes, and the- Yeah,
0: listen, I don't know where they are right now, but the sun's been out for days and the sky is falling, and now there's the poodles and the flies. I I feel like we just have to do something. But Mamma Jamma and Papa Lou told us- They're bears, Scully, right now, actually. Huh? Yeah, they're bears. The what-if questions have really been wreaking havoc on guilds and goblins lately. It
3: must be because of my all-powerful presence in this world, disrupting its magic.
2: All-powerful? We've all been stuck in this Cinnamon Citadel together for weeks!
3: Yes, but we're safe.
2: I'm not sure safe is enough anymore. People in this world are hurting, and we could make a difference.
3: That's very noble, but I'm not sure I can protect you outside of the Citadel.
2: We know this world and this game better than anyone. We've got to try to help. But...
1: but... I'll stay here with you, Kalunkle. It's okay to be scared. I'm not scared. I'm all powerful.
2: Then why don't you stay here and and keep Scully safe? We'll go see what the poodles and fireflies are up to. Then we'll come right back.
1: Or they won't, and I'll have to come rescue them again as usual.
3: All right, but Mr. Eric, you must help
1: them. I demand it. Of course I'm going to
0: help. I already made them character sheets. Zack, that's for you. Zizi, here's yours.
2: So, we're playing ourselves?
0: That's weird.
2: And we're only first level?
0: Sorry, I made these characters just for fun. I didn't think you'd
3: actually have to use them. Just make them all powerful, Mr. Eric.
2: Yeah, don't we deserve
0: it? And if we're not all powerful, we could mess up a lot.
1: You know, my mom, Squiderella, often says that the difference between confidence... An entitlement is how we face failure. Right, squidrella You and I will stay behind and see if we can summon her
3: to this world. She is fairly powerful.
2: And I guess we'll just go investigate. With our first
0: level characters. A few minutes later, Zack and Zizi, you are stepping out of the Cinnamon Citadel for the first time in weeks. A legion of fluffy (laughs) poodles and flickering fireflies are zooming past you, and the poodles seem to be digging at some kind of hole.
2: I wonder what's so special about that hole. And Zach, as
0: soon as you speak, a pink poofy poodle looks toward you and responds. Without the sun in the sky, all the noodles have gone cold and hard. Oh, well, I can talk to poodles. If you can understand us, then perhaps you can help. For we smell warm noodles somewhere down in that hole. Okay. We can no longer bear to sit our floofy bums atop those hard, cold noodles of above. I
2: want to investigate this hole.
0: I'll roll learn for you.
2: I don't get to roll.
0: You're actually there in the world, so it would just be weird.
2: Man, I can't wait to get out of here. Although the talking to animals is cool.
0: You rolled a three, and you sense something strange about this small, unassuming hole, but you can't quite put your finger on it. You're still in the middle of the desert desert, and the cinnamon sugar sand is cold and hard around it, but it is at least a little curious that these big, strong poodles aren't able to dig the hole any bigger.
2: I use my pet monster ability to summon a sugar slug that'll eat away all the crusted up sugar surrounding the hole.
3: Whoa. I was just slugging my way across the desert desert. And if it isn't my
1: lucky day... Hey,
2: I usually love to meet new monsters, but we are really in kind of a hurry here. Uh,
1: slow down, little kiddo.
2: Like, maybe the whole world depends on it, or maybe two worlds. We don't really know what's going on back home. I'm sorry, I, I love slugs, I really do. And I'll let you go on your way in a minute.
1: Oh, well done Have
0: fun. And the giant sugar slug slowly ambles away.
2: I go see what they've uncovered.
0: Deep down at the center of this cinnamon-sugar-sand swirl is a tiny hole darker than the night sky and no wider than your finger. And yet it appears to go down and down, farther even than you can see. I touch it! Zack, we don't know anything about- <laughs> Zack disappears without a trace. Zack, I'm coming! And with a touch to the tiny hole, you disappear too, ZZ. Um, Scully, did you
3: see that?
1: Yeah. So they both just- disappeared. Oh, but they said they were going to come right back. Maybe we should wait?
3: Wait. Don't you remember what Mama Gemma said would happen to me if anything happened to her kids?
1: Um, not off the top of my head, but she left a list. Read you a bedtime story about fluffy penguins. No. Snuggled you in a nice warm Sherpa blanket. No, no. Bake your cheesy mac with extra love. What? And knit you a sweater covered in fluffy baby penguins. That's it.
3: I'm
0: going
1: in the hole. And here's your character sheet. Come
3: on, first level
1: two. But I'm all-powerful. I mean, you were never really all-powerful. How is not the time, Scully. But I'll stay in the Cinnamon Citadel and come save you all if you need me.
3: <laughs> sure that won't be necessary. Now let me just reach out my colossal tentacle and... Give the tiny hole a
1: little... Uh, Scully, anything you want to do? I just want to go on a fly with some pancakes Is that okay? <sighs> Cuthuncle is so going to eat me if anything happens to you, but yeah, go for a fly. Great! And here's a secret note to tell you where I'm headed. Oh, I love a secret note. Who doesn't?
0: Zack and Zizi, you suddenly find yourselves squished into an underground lair. The tunnels here are very cramped. You and the bigger poodles can barely squeeze through. But the fireflies, at least, light the way ahead.
2: Hey, what are you fireflies after, anyway? Just the same as the poodles, the pies we normally love to sit upon are no
0: longer warm and soft. But we smelled something down here, and we shall find it. Then we follow the fireflies. The tunnels are of stone, but ground smooth into long, narrow tubes that split off every now and then in a dizzying number of directions. Not just left and right, but up and down and winding round. Fortunately, the fireflies seem to know where they're going. Well, that is until...
3: <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh, this is very uncomfortable.
0: A colossal but blessedly boneless squidopus is somehow crammed and stretched through these tunnels, squeezing you, the poodles, and the fireflies in a dozen different directions.
2: I grab on tight to Cece.
0: It'll be a team dare roll to see if you can stick together. Stop describing the roll to us, Mr. Eric. We're being squished by a squid. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and roll then. ZZ got a 16, and Zach got a 2, but as a team,
3: that spells success.
2: I wouldn't lose you, little bro. Thanks. That was weird.
3: Weird for you, maybe. I've uh, squeezed through smaller tunnels in dozens of different directions before.
2: <clears throat> Why couldn't you just trust us, Uncle? You've messed everything up.
3: I just wanted to keep you safe.
2: You are literally smothering us.
3: Oh, sorry. That's one of my tentacle elbows.
2: Maybe it's not all bad, because I
0: see a single firefly take a turn around the bend. Wait, you do? It says right here on my character sheet, Guildmaster. Once per day, ZZ can make something minor happen by narrating it.
2: Way to go, ZZ!
0: Very clever usage, ZZ. And yes, you do see one stray firefly trying to get back on track.
3: I threaten to eat it unless it tells us all its secrets.
2: I grab whatever Cuthuncle's talking through. And we follow the Firefly.
3: You are grabbing my beak, and it doesn't like being stretched this way. You
0: should have thought of that before you teleported yourself into a tiny underground tunnel.
3: I'm realizing that now.
0: With a little tugging, you're able to bring Cuthuncle's squidipus beak along with you. This is so humiliating.
2: Do I sense any
0: magic as we're traveling through? Great call, easy. We'll roll wonder for that. With an 11, you do sense magic all around, as if the very tunnels are reinforced with it. But when you pass by one door in particular, it seems to flare with stronger magic.
3: I burst through the door with my immense strength.
0: It's gonna be a hard dare roll for you, Cthunclebeak. I don't
3: know what any of that means.
0: Well, you rolled a 5, so it means you fail.
3: That's impossible. I am all powerful.
2: Will you just give it a rest, Uncle? Yeah, you lost on What If World all the time. And at Guilds and Goblins, we can have fun with our failures. If we can just get over ourselves for a minute. Actually,
3: the tip of my beak is sort of stuck in the door lock.
2: Uh- oh, perfect. I'll use my wand magic to wiggle around your beak
0: and see if it can unlock the door. And I'll make that a team, Daryl. But with a four, you only manage to get it stuck in there further.
3: Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, also Cthungle takes one hurt. Not cool! Meanwhile, the firefly is getting away. You might lose it if you keep trying to get through this door.
3: Go, children. I shall do what I can here. But that firefly is going where you need to be.
2: Okay, bye! Yeah, good luck!
3: Gosh, I I thought they'd be more beaten up about
2: that. You kept us stuck in a portrait for weeks. Feels like you had this coming.
3: I hate Mondays. Or whatever day it is that you're listening to this.
0: Will Cuthuncle ever get unstuck in time to help Zack and Zizi? Where did Scully the squid fly off to? Will the kids finally find their way back to What If World? We'll learn the answer to all these questions and more next week. Thank you for sticking with us. I really tried to wrap everything up in one episode, but it ended up being twice as long as our normal stories. But that means you're getting a brand new episode next week rather than our monthly rerun. And I hope that'll soften the blow a bit. Lindy T and Elliot, I hope you enjoyed your story. I can reveal one of our patron questions to you right now. It was from Keelan, age 10, who wrote, What if Zack and Zizi found a small hole in the ground and touched their finger to it and it transported them to an underground dimension? We'll learn our final patron question at the end of our whopping four-question, two-part final story. Folks, if you want to keep What If World going, check out patreon.com whatifworld. You can get ad-free episodes, monthly bonus episodes, a shout-out on the show, buy annual mailings, and even guilds and goblins content. That's patreon.com whatifworld. You may also know that I've joined Airwave Media, as have my friends at Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. Tumble is one of the best science podcasts out there, and we've even teamed up a couple of times. So I hope you check them out.
3: Alabaster Zero here. To shout out Lila, age 8. Our favorite character is me, because I'm funny. What's so funny about me, anyway? And if you're laughing, that's not a joke. I legitimately don't know. Also, Lila loves axolotls. Axolotls. That's really fun to see.
0: Thanks, Lila. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that we grow a little more confident every time we face failure with courage. And until we meet again, keep wondering.